Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here for more of your listener questions. I will say there's a little bit of an echo in the first couple of minutes of today's show, so I sincerely apologize for that, but it is corrected within the first 10 minutes. So hang with us. I caught it. It was driving me crazy, and it sounds great from then on. So thank you for your patience with that. Pam and Ricky are here today, and we are answering your listener questions about running around Pop Century and Riverside Resorts. Also some great snacks at both places. What about bus service from the Swan and Dolphin? What can we expect in response to Epic Universe over at Universal, maybe with some announcements at D23? This and much more coming your way on today's show. As always, today's podcast is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all of your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all this podcasting possible. We could not do this without you, and our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to get in on that, come on over. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2142 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a tremendous week and uh, hope hopefully everybody that headed back to school, teachers and students, are having a great beginning of the school year. I know some folks have been back a few weeks, but some folks went back this week and some folks are getting ready to go back in the next couple so uh make it a great school year and we're going to take you to school with some listener questions as we do every wednesday so to lead us off today we're heading down to atlanta with ricky from the mouseforless.com what's up ricky happy wednesday happy wednesday it is a glorious day just because i mean it's wednesday that's it's it's just a glorious day i'm gonna throw that out there i hope your wednesday is glorious too and you know it's the halfway point so hopefully it's going well. I love Wednesdays because, uh, you know, like you say, you're almost you're getting there. And, you know, Fridays are big days here with football. We start on the road this week. They uh, howl uh, Vikings and can't wait. Starting off. I don't know. Hopefully we'll see. That's good. That's good. All so. right. In our, I had to say that because our first question of the day does uh, address high school football in your area. One of our. Oh, listeners gosh. Wanted to, OK, uh, that's never good. Bring something to your attention. So we're going to get it. to that in just a second. But first. We also have the co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, Pam Forrester for up, from up near Pittsburgh. What's up, Pam? Uh, happy Wednesday. Near Pittsburgh. It's true. Yeah. It is, we are near Pittsburgh. Um, it, happy Wednesday, everybody. This is we're coming up on the time of year, which is my favorite, um, the fall season. So I'm loving. It's already sort of felt like fall mm. here for a little bit how same. about there mike same it's been uh you know in the evenings like mid to low 70s it's been uh, it's given us a taste it's it's uh, it's nice can't it's wait it's like uh bonfire weather and ricky i know it's gonna be hot where you are for yeah, it's fine. yeah it's fine i'm good with the hot <laughs> it's all good it's all good it's it'll be like 70 degrees it'll be fine perfect 
So actually, I'm. I want to do kind of a show, and this I haven't even told you, the ladies, this, but I have an idea for a fall-themed show for Friday. So oh, to kind of oh. get us in the mood, you know, because we'll be in September before you know it. And also, I want to be the first to wish everybody a very happy Disney Plus Day to all who celebrate here in the next little bit. <laughs> Yeah, not everyone celebrates. No, not everyone. Pam, I I did hear that we had to drag you away from putting up the uh, Disney Plus tree, and uh, you know, uh, (laughs) yes, I had them out. Uh, Yeah, those are they're going up tonight, so that I'm ready for Disney Plus Day. Um, Should be. We're doing. Yeah, we. I've got to make the menu yet, (laughs) um, and definitely doing dinner for like. 20 or 25 of our closest friends who also celebrate. That's so. good. It's got to be a lot of blue stuff because I feel like blue is like the themed color for. Yes. yes. Neon blue, things like that. Yeah. yeah. We'll be looking at that. That's good. I, I honestly haven't. The only thing I've watched on Disney, I did watch Kenobi, which I really did dig Kenobi. Kenobi was awesome. Agreed. It was a great. Yeah, I agree. But that's the only thing I've watched other than I do watch the old like classic Star Wars movies. That is the only reason that I have Disney Plus is so that I don't have to put in the DVDs into the DVD players. Really. But I, just asking for a friend, but wasn't it celebrated a different date last year? Yes. Okay. So it, was- it must, I have to figure out the schedule. It's sort of like Thanksgiving. It's yeah. the fourth Thursday of the month or the lowest attendance. Day. I always uh, it was celebrated in November last year, and I know oh. because I was there for Disney okay. Plus Day at yeah. Disneyland. So you know that's quite the difference. Then it is. It is very much a big difference. A whole few months. Yeah. yeah. You must have to like it. They take into consideration pi or yeah, something like that. You you divide by the square root of something. I think probably, or you just answer. use it to boost theme park attendance, uh, which is what they're doing. Uh, anyway, also Kathy says I should watch you imagine. I did watch the Imagineering story when that came out. Oh that, yeah, that was pretty cool. Good. I mean, that was so long ago. Here's the thing though, like I bought the package like three. I think I bought three years like all in one yeah. swoop. Yes, like, when D23. it first came out. Yeah, so I haven't paid for it since then. So yes. I, don't, I don't know if I'll renew or not when it comes back around. Because I just don't watch. I only watch sports. I mean, to be honest. So unless they get like a, you know, like, I mean, but they, you know, they have ESPN. So they could put some yeah. sports on there and then, you know, they might keep me. So who knows? But hey, if you are a Disney Plus subscriber on Disney Plus Day, which I believe is September 8th, yeah. I think you get in 30 minutes early. I mean, even if yeah. you got an on-site guest, it, just that one day and on-site guests get in an hour. That's like retro day uh, to the parks there. So God be with the cast members early entry that day. Cause you got to, if you're a Disney plus member, you got to show your phone logged into you your account to Disney plus. You do. That won't be a nightmare to show people. Cause no. I mean, like no. Pam said, uh-huh. Logging into any kind of Disney account yeah. can be, you know, a sketch on a challenge kind of, yeah. under normal circumstances. Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah. So then you're going to have resort guests also proving that the resort guests, I mean, you're going to have just all kinds of stuff. So yes. what is Disney plus day? Disney plus day is it's the latest holiday to sweep the nation. Um, Jennifer's asking, you know, it's just a, it's just a day where Disney celebrates all their streaming services and they launch a lot of new shows and promote mm-hmm. things and, and they have, at the parks, they have photo pass opportunities and they have character cavalcades and character meet and greets and uh, snacks that are themed for Disney Plus Day. So it's just a, a little extra day for guests to enjoy at the mm-hmm. parks. Here's the other breaking news besides because uh, yeah, we are going to hustle to, uh, like Pam said, prepare the meal for September 8th. Uh, you know, so everything blue, blueberries and stuff like that. But <laughs> the other breaking news that has Disney fandom up uh, in arms and we it, yes. it, with this kind of news, you don't want anybody with their arms up. 
at this point because H2O products are being discontinued. Oh my yeah. gosh. Oh no. Look out. We are all going to smell terrible. You know, and I have, <laughs> I have so much of that green shampoo because that green shampoo is the nectar of the gods that makes my locks flow <laughs> and look good. So I don't know what sea salt is. Like I don't, I've been in the sea. I mean, only Caribbean, you know, Caribbean sea, probably not the best sea in the world. I haven't ever been like in the Mediterranean. I'm not that fancy, but I don't know if that salt matters, but it says sea salt on that thing. And I'm like, I'm fancy. I'm having some sea salt. I'm not using suave, you know, that I get at Target. So those days are numbered, apparently. And I, I sent a picture to Ricky when she broke that news to me this morning via text. And I said, I use this stuff like all the time. You know, like it's, I don't care. And you're like, just use, like warn me immediately. Stop. That stuff's going to be Stop like. Stop using it. Liquid You'll get gold. so much money on eBay for all your old bottles. <laughs> liquid gold. So Pam, I know you are a big H2O product person. So when you heard this news, I mean, how long did it take you to get up off the floor or, or is life going to be okay? Are, are we going to make it through this? I mean, we've, we've made it almost through COVID, you know, tough supply chain issues. Yeah. Can we make it through the uh, the end of H2O products? So I love the smell of it more than I love the actual products, Got I it. will say. Um, I, the one I use uh, consistently, probably even now, is the body wash because it reminds me of, you know, Disney, of being on a Disney vacation, right? It smells like the resorts. Yeah. The cruise had it, you know, that... Um, I'm, I don't typically use the shampoo or the conditioner. It just, you know, not my jam, but I think Steve does, um, at different times. I mean, I don't pay a lot of attention as to what, you know, he, I figure he's a grown man. Yeah. He can take care of his shampoo he's got his own conditioning needs. Right. <laughs> so, but I, he probably is not quite as picky. Uh, and, some, and I think I've heard that from a lot of people. Like, they love the smell, may not be the best with their hair or whatnot. But, you know, I'm sad anytime, you know, a company like this is not going to be there any longer, I think, because it was, there was something about it. Like, it wasn't, you know, a huge company. And so um, they're going to be, you know, closing that part down. So that's kind of sad. But who knows what Disney will bring us. Maybe it'll be something even bigger and better. And then soon we'll all associate that. That smell with Disney. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So let's get to your listener questions. That's why you're here. And the robots now from the first 10 minutes of this podcast have left us. I know that we had the AI versions of the Be Our Guest podcast but we have corrected that problem and we are here. Yes. I was running two instances of Chrome in the background. So I figured it out. So let's get to the list of questions. First question, like I said, is directed at Ricky. I like this because we have a little Disney and we have a little um, back to school for her with her local college or high school football area. She says, Hey, Mike and crew. This is Jamie from Atlanta, Georgia. My family and I'll be heading down to Walt Disney World next month. After trying without luck for the last few trips, we're trying we're finally able to snag a Space 220 dinner reservation for our upcoming trip. After looking at the menu, we realized it's $80 a person. Ouch. Uh, we will splurge, let's see, we will splurge on good food and a cool experience for sure, but we have an 11 and 13 year old who will be charged as adults, but will most likely eat like birds. Will my husband be leaving the restaurant mad at our kids for not eating? Or is this such a cool experience and the food so good that we'll be glad that we did it? Okay, so she has a second part, but let me ask Pam about that part. What do you think if the kids are not big eaters 
is the experience still worth it? And, and is there enough there for the kids to still, I don't think you're going to get value out of $80 of food, right? For kids. I mean, you got to factor in that the cool factor of the, of the overall experience, but wh what do you say to that? Gosh, this is tough. It really is. Um, I'm going to say from the get go, your husband may be a little mad. Um, I just think that that's the case. I, we have had um, good food there and it is a really cool experience. I'm just not sure that it's worth that, um, you know, especially for a larger family. I mean, it's easy for Steve and I, cause it's usually the two of us and it's not that much of a financial commitment, uh, you know, whatnot. I, I do think it's a cool experience and I think there are lots of other cool experiences that are less expensive. The other thing um, you may want to try to do is get a reservation at the lounge where you're not locked into that $80 prefix menu. Um, there is no avoiding that. If your child is over a certain age, you're going to be charged the prefix price. But if you're in the lounge, you don't have to order that. You can order from the lounge menu. Um, they have one there available. So maybe you want to try that and then you'll still be able to experience it and do that. If you're not able to get an ADR before you leave home, the other thing you may want to try to do is to check at the podium there at Space 220 to see if there are any availability at the lounge. But I have heard lately that since they've opened the lounge up for ADR seating, those lounge seats to walk up are much, much more difficult to get than they ever were before. So, yeah, I, I like the idea of looking at the lounge. I mean, if you're kind of worried about the money, but it's it's one of those things. Here's what I say to something like this. Do, if you want, really want to do it, and it sounds like they're kind of excited because they've been trying to snag it, do it once and just look at it as an experience. But, you know, if you're going to be so worried about the money that the whole time you're worried about it, you probably won't enjoy it, cancel it. But, I mean, if you really have wanted to do it, go after it. Because it is cool, but, I mean, it's def I mean, to me, there's no meal that's worth $80. I know some people are foodies and totally meals are i mean because scott and i are really good friends and scott's totally in for like really fancy meals where i'm not and that's totally his thing like you know that's where we're different i just you know to me and you know a texas roadhouse steak tastes as good as a california grill steak i mean i've never been to california grill but i i don't care you know that's just something that's just i'm more but the experience would be fun okay so here's the important part ricky following up on another note, I was listening to your show today and you were discussing high school football starting. I realized that Ricky lives in my hometown. Tell her that it's the Buford Wolves, not the Longhorns, and they are good. They've won the state championship for the last three years. It's a big deal. How can she not know this? Thanks for all the help and go Wolves. Blessings, Jamie. So you have a three-time state champion football team in your there town. There are actually, I think there are two football teams though around <laughs> me. I'm, I know the Wolves because I've seen like, I think I've seen their merchandise and like okay, yeah. the Kroger and stuff like that. <laughs> but I've also seen the um, the Longhorns too. So like, I think I'm like on a line where like I'm near like two different high schools. So. Yeah. You need to get know. behind the wolves, it sounds like. Apparently, sound I need like to get the behind the wolves. Behind. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, it sounds like uh, the wolves are the team to go after. So go wolves. Definitely. All right. <laughs> Tim's it. in the live chat. He says, I think I know the answer, but if you have a current WDWAP, are you able to renew that now, even though the sales aren't active? Yes. You can. That's the only way you can get your AP right now, is you can renew a current AP. Correct, Pam? 
Cause I, that's why I, re- yeah. I renewed mine, even though like I wasn't going to, but it's one of those things like right <laughs> yeah, now, it's you, like, you, gotta a, do it now. It's like yeah. it's, you feel like if I let the sucker go, you know, if you're really in a dilemma right now. Like if you let it go, you may never get it back. I, I know. I know. And that is the only way to get it. If you have a current AP um, and want to go ahead and get that. We don't know when um, annual passes will be available for purchase. Again, uh, I know lots of people are looking into it, but I just don't know what that will look like when we move forward. All right, Kelsey's got a question. Is late night extended hours a good way to ride Cosmic Rewind? Countdown, seven days to Disney. She says, go Cubs. What? We got five games, Cardinals, Cubs. Wait, we can't hear you, Cubs fans, from 17 games back. Sorry, gosh, I had to say that. Okay, so now we'll get swept in these five games because I just ran my mouth. Sorry, cards. Okay, so Ricky, would you uh, riding Cosmic Rewind? Is that even is that a good way? Extended hours? It is, um, but you do keep in mind you have to still make you have to get the um, reservation. Um, So you still have to get um, get in the virtual queue. The drop for that happens at six o'clock. So just keep that in mind. You will still have to participate in the virtual queue to be able to ride guardians during the evening hours. Okay. And Kathy backs that up. She says, yes, we did it during the day and in the extra evening hours. So yeah, if you want to get, get to, twice, you, yeah. I know if you're eligible for that, you could potentially ride it three times. Three, my friend. Is that a good three. idea? No. <laughs> That's what I said too. I was like, you can. At Does least you have you hours yeah, in between. Yeah. But no. You can. Okay. Does that mean you should? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Wyatt's in here. Hey, OG crew. I love that. I'm really curious your thoughts. Epic Universe is opening in 2025 and construction is already full steam ahead. What what will be Disney's response? Do you think they already have plans? Do you foresee this type of announcement coming out of D23? With the amount of time it takes Disney to build, will it be too little too late? Ricky, this is kind of up your alley because you like yeah. the, uh, the the D23 Expo announcement kind of stuff. Well, well, and you're a universal person too. So what do you say to old Wyatt here? Wyatt? Sorry to tell you, I think you're going to be disappointed. Uh, (laughs) I am not hearing a lot about D23 this year um, as far as major announcements. Nothing's really even been close to being much in the rumor mill. Um, I think think this year Parks fans, especially Walt Disney World Parks fans, are going to be let down in a way as far as the fact that I don't think we're going to get major new announcements. I think this is going to be like the second D23 that they had where there were announcements, but they were really more like updates on the things that Disney had already announced at the previous D23. So I think that that's what we're going to see this year is they're going to follow up on things like, um, you know, the the Splash Mountain, you know, update. They're going to follow up on uh, Tron. They're going to follow up on Moana. Um, You know, what else they're doing in Epcot maybe for that middle section. Um, I, I just don't see a lot of announcements coming for this year's D23 as far as any kind of major construction. Um, so I don't think they're going to have an answer to Epic Universe, if that's what you're looking for. I think that, um, you know, I think that it's going to be a really kind of quiet D23 this year. I'd love to be like, surprised and be like, well, pow, here's everything. But I just, I really don't think we're going to see it this year, just based off of 
you know, what's kind of coming out of the rumor mill that right now it's, it's not a lot. I mean, I would tend to agree with you, but if you think about what's going on right now, you got the center of Epcot being, right. you know, refurbished. You have creations and, and uh, connections just finished. You have Cosmic Rewind just opened in May. You have Ratatouille has just opened in Epcot. You'll, have You'll also get details short. about the Play Pavilion, probably. I forgot about that, but that will probably uh, come out. And that's kind of minor, but I mean, it's something. Right. You know, the thing is, there's a lot happening right now that's going to be, you know, opening here in the next at least 12 months, probably with right. Moana and then Toronto probably open in the next three to four, I would guess. So, Who I knows? mean, there's a lot happening. It's not a whole theme park. Don't get me wrong. No. But, uh, the thing is, I don't know. Like, I can only see it from my perspective. Like, th that, that theme park, Epic Universe, does not interest me in the least like and i and i'm i think i'm too old i think i'm just a little bit too old for that theme park i'm a video like, I'm, I'm an never gonna go have fun at epic <laughs> but, I'm like, but the thing is though like i love old video games but i like old 8-bit video games like i was never like a nintendo guy i was like right. an atari and commodore 64 guy i mean i might go over there and just check it out i don't know pam what do you think i mean because you you can't have everything every year and the thing is you still got to remember Universal is still the, the, the underdog in the fight. And the underdog is always the one who has to work harder. I mean, it's just, that's just how it is. But I mean, also you got to watch it though. And you're the big dog. You, you can easily get knocked out too. If you're not careful, you got to You got to keep up too. So I don't know. How do you feel with all this, Pam? So, and, and the Nintendo part of it is only part of it. It's not, that's just a land in what will be Epic Universe. You don't know. There may be a bunch of other things that you are interested in. So I think that, that that's something to think about too. I think that um, Disney really, you know, while Universal was sort of enmeshed in this new park and continued through COVID to make sure that they were continuing to move forward on this, Disney really put a, a lot of time and energy into going back to the resorts and redoing, I mean, look at all the resort That's renovations true. that we've had, both hard and soft goods, at so many of the different hotels since they have reopened um, since the, the start of the pandemic. I was really impressed by that because it probably is not something that every company did, right? Is invest in what is their bread and butter, but Disney did that. They also did some other renovations and are getting to the point now where they're sort of you know, let's say back on track with a lot of the different things that they were planning to have open. And I'm really looking forward to that. I'm so glad that Guardians is open now and people get the opportunity to experience that. It really has been such a popular ride. But I also think it's really cool how they have brought back some of the things that we know and love, like Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party mm -hmm. and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Like we're really seeing all those things that um, that we did really want to have come back, come back. And I still think it's really impressive when any company is doing it, because if you're in any kind of job anywhere, it's tough to get people to work right now. It mm -hmm. just is. Um, and it's tough, you know, from a perspective of finding the right people, finding the right people with the right skills and all of that are working together so I have to commend any companies that, that's doing that. I mean, my experience when I walk outside my home is different everywhere I go to. Absolutely. It is not yeah. just theme parks. Yeah, go to your grocery store. Or your, your, yes. In a restaurant. Right? Yeah. And if you provide any kind of customer service to the people that you're working with, 
just know that that has all looked very different too. Like literally at grocery stores, if I have to actually chat or talk with someone about an order I've made, like I, I can't believe sometimes the things that people who are supposed to be in customer service are saying to me, like pretty much like tough crap lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you want to know a prime <laughs> example of this? I was having this conversation with my wife last night. Okay. So I am the king of the greatest thing that ever happened during COVID, not that it was ever good, but the, the drive up thing at Target. Like I never go into Target anymore. I just go to the app and they have the thing where you pull in the parking spot, you know, you, you pre-order everything, you put it in your cart, you go, it says, I'm on my yeah. way, you hit the button, you get there, you say, I'm in parking spot two. Well, I go in my Jeep all the time and I always take Riley with me. She sits in the back seat. I don't have any doors or any windows and you know, no top on the Jeep. It's just, you know, regular old Jeep in the summer. And the last three times I've told the person, Last three times, I've told the person that comes out, I always order four boxes of Coke Zero because that's the max you can order at once. And you get like a Disney or a $5 gift card a lot of times if you order enough. The last few times, I've been three times, I've said, will you place that in the tailgate? Okay, so do you guys know what the tailgate is on a Jeep? I mean, do you know this? Is it a trick question? It's like the trunk. I mean, it's right. a, there's a gate on the back. I mean, it's tail right. gate, right? There's a gate on the back and tail. Where's the tail on the dog? It's on the back. I mean, it's you, context clues. Like I taught sixth grade forever. I mean, if you don't know what a tailgate is, use context clues or ask me. Dude, the last three times, one time they put them in the seat next to me because I don't have doors on. So they have access to put them wherever they want. The second time they put them in the floorboard uh, in the passenger seat next to me. The third, the last time, last night, they sat them in the back seat next to Riley. If Riley was a mean dog, she'd have bit the person. Like, I mean, but Riley was just like, whoa, you know, all crazy. I'm like, that is three times in a row. I've said, will you place them in the t Pam's like, they probably have earbuds and they're probably not even listening to you. And they Truth. ask you. That is a prime example. I mean, like, it's Target. I think, you know, I, I get it. Like, they're, they're bringing this stuff out. But it's that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, if you're going to ask me, then put them in the spot, you know. If you're, if you're not going to, you know, put them where I ask you, just just chuck them in wherever you want. You know, don't take the time to play the game. Awesome from 20 feet. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, seriously. If you're just going to put them wherever you want, don't ask. You know, like, tailgate. Yeah. So I'll, I'll update you next time on Twitter for the fourth time. <laughs> I'm like, am I the it's only one that knows what a tailgate is? I came home to Pam. I'm like, Pam, where's the tailgate on my Jeep? Point. <laughs> maybe I'm calling it the wrong thing. I don't know. It was crazy. So, yeah. But Try anyway, calling it the funny. trunk. If you call it the trunk, I bet they will get it. Maybe I will. Maybe that is the problem. But I've always yeah, been told maybe. it's called the tailgate. I, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so it yeah, is. But, yeah, yeah. So, so all to... these, all that to just be like, all these companies are struggling, and I, I think it's so much more than we see. It's it's getting you know folks to work and and getting all of that. It takes people. I mean, it just takes people to run the theme parks. No matter how much Disney wants something, they can't you right. know make it. It really isn't magical. So. Yeah. Anyway. That's as much as we'd at. like it to be magical, like it does have real life in it. So it does. Yeah. yes, but put it in the tailgate. <laughs> All right, Betsy's here in the live chat. She sent an email in and she has a last minute trip question. So let's get to this one. Hey, BOGP crew. I'm pulling a Scotty G. My daughter does not return to school until September 7th. September wow. 7th. Wow. Isn't that like mid quarter? What's going on? Uh, and I don't have to work. So I decided we needed one more summer trip. I like the way Betsy thinks. 
We did sail uh, to Alaska on the Wonder, but I'd like to have a little beach and heat before the fall hits. So we're going to fly to Florida on Sunday, the 28th, spend a few days at the beach with family, and then she and I will check into the Swan and Dolphin for three nights. I've never stayed there before, but I thought I'd give it a try because I could book it with points. So it was no, it was a no-brainer. And my husband doesn't think I know how to save money. She put a little winky uh, emoji. My question is about transportation. Do buses go to all the parks and Disney Springs? Should I keep my rental car or use the transportation provided? I did book the Halloween party in one other park day, Epcot. But besides that, we're just going to stay in the bubble. I was going to book Sunshine Flyer bus to get us back to the airport because right now the kids ride free, more money savings. But since I'm not familiar with this resort, I wanted to be sure that's the best option. Thanks as always for all the fun chats and useful information. Betsy. All right. So what's the bus? I've never I actually stayed at the Dolphin one time for a media thing, but I walked everywhere. I didn't ride any buses that time. Um, the buses do go to all, all the parks in Disney Springs, correct? I, I think they do. So I, they made a change to this. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think they made a change. Right. It doesn't get Disney transportation, I believe. I think you're right. I think they made that with COVID. Yeah. I actually think you're right. I, I think they don't get Disney transportation anymore. Does it take you to the TTC? I don't know where their particular transportation takes you. Um, the good news is because it's located in that Epcot resort area, you can walk to both Epcot and Hollywood Studios. But if you're going to Animal Kingdom Magic and Kingdom. yeah, Magic Kingdom. Um, I'm not entirely sure that they have buses anymore. I know that they used to have buses that... It, I it was like it was it was it was the yacht club, beach club, swan, dolphin, and boardwalk. I think that all got picked up together, which was a pain in the butt, by the way. At that yeah, point, it is. And that, um, that's one of my biggest pet peeves with Disney. There's a few things: the Coke freestyle machines, yeah. and when you're staying at a deluxe resort and you got to share buses. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a pain. But they do have their own transportation. Yeah. Um, I just don't think it's Disney transportation. No, anymore. it's not. It's yeah. not. It so. used to be though, but I think with COVID, that went away. Yeah. But she's not going to the Magic Kingdom, so she's just going to Epcot. Well, You'd she walk is. She's well, going, she's going to the Halloween scary. party. Yeah, but they, I think yeah. they drop you off at the TTC for that. I'm pretty sure because I don't. I don't remember seeing Swan and but Dolphin. But then you have to stop. be stuck on their transportation schedule, and I don't know if it's as regular as it was with when Disney did it. So I don't know. Um, <clears throat> it says on. So here's breaking news as a, as we're looking this up, right? The shuttle buses arrive at the main entrance of each hotel, approximately 20 to 25 minutes to transport guests to the parks. Um, guests visiting the Magic Kingdom will be dropped off at the ticket and transportation center. Okay. All right. So, so they will have to go from there um, yeah. for that. So I don't know whether I would recommend driving to the Halloween party if you're going to get dropped off at the transportation yeah. um, center anyways. I don't know that there's a downside to the driving thing. Right. I yeah. might drive. I might just drive too. I might just drive too. Yeah. At that point. I know. Wow. <laughs> we learned something today because literally I know that this has changed since. Yeah. Um, it has. It's <laughs> a different point. So it has. It up. Looking. Yep. The Google works. So. Yep. And you could also, um, if you have your, if you keep your car, then you don't have to get sunshine flyer either. You know, sure. I mean, even though the kids ride free, you're, you're going to pay to You've park. Got though. You got to pay to park. Yeah, you got to pay to park, park everywhere. Yeah. So, right. Another thing to think about, but it gives you flexibility. 
All right, Ian's got a question. He says, hey, Mike, I'm training for the Walt Disney World Marathon, and I'm following the Galloway training plan. I scheduled my long runs during my upcoming trips. I'm staying at Port Orleans Riverside in September and Pop Century in November. Can you tell me about the running trails there and if they are lit if I run before sunrise? Any tips about the resorts and necessary snacks are welcome. Thanks for all that you do. My loves are my kids love the podcast. And so do I your plan Disney and plain buddy, pal Ian from Pittsburgh, by the way, who is your favorite baseball player of all time? My son, Kyle says, Randy Johnson, my favorite player of all time is Adam Wainwright. Number 50 of the St. Louis Cardinals. Love the guy. Uh, but yeah, Randy Johnson, he, he is a great player, big left-handed lanky guy. But forever, when I when you say Randy Johnson, all I picture is that poor bird that got smoked out. In oh Spring my Trainer. gosh, yes. He made that bird explode. And if mm-hmm. you don't know what I'm talking about, just look up Randy Johnson kills bird or something on YouTube. <laughs> but I'm telling you what, it's not for the faint yeah. of heart. That bird was just in the wrong place at the wrong that time was, uh, yeah. with a guy that mm-hmm. threw 100 miles an hour. I'm just saying, like, that was the... That mockingbird that chases me like all the time at the burrito stand or up the street. I wish that bird would meet the fate of Randy oh Johnson. Gosh, I need to get Randy so Johnson rude. out of retirement, bring him up and buy him a burrito. <laughs> so and be like, Randy, Randy, come on now. Just one more fastball for me, buddy. No, that's pretty mean. Okay, so good news for Ian. Back on top. This is a weird <laughs> show. Back on topic. Great resorts to run at Riverside and Pop Century. Two of my favorite resorts to run at, actually. Pop Century has a great loop around Hourglass Lake, and it is lit. You can run anytime, day or night. It's great. There's lights. Uh, good stuff to look at with the Skyliner coming to life early in the morning. I always run before sunrise, too, because it's not so hot. Um, good to, good place to run there. And also at Riverside, you can run right along Riverside. And I run all the way under the bridge over to French Quarter. I turn around down by Building 1 at the far end of French Quarter. Sometimes I go out in the parking lot and just kind of swoop around there at the very end but you can just turn around there at the very end of uh, building one at french quarter and come on back and that's a good little loop there too so both places have lights and you can run at night or super early in the morning and they're safe they're beautiful there's lots to look at great places to run and they're flat as a pancake so that's even a win so what about snacks of course you got the tie-dye cheesecake at pop century riverside Pop Century, anything stand out, Ricky, that you get in either one of those places? Beignets. Well, French Quarter for beignets. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, still, I mean, that's that's my my thing. Um, and yeah, you mentioned the the the, the cheesecake. I mean, that's always good. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. All I can think of is beignets now, so that's what I want. Did I see something that Pop Century got rid of the Pop Century like logo waffles on on social media this week? I thought I saw somebody like uh, like a big fervor about that, but maybe I just caught the I don't wrong. Oh no! I know that Art of Animation has always had like the different waffles, so that are you know the different Disney characters. I don't know if Pop, I don't know if they got rid of the Pop waffle, but I mean, they may just have regular you know Disney animal waffles now. I'm not sure. What about Riverside, Pam? I'm trying to think because I've stayed at Riverside many times. I know Riverside has a good po' boy. Like if you're looking for something savory, that's a good sandwich. I always have that. Yeah, uh, there is a um, a burger that has pimento cheese on it, um, yes. I believe. Yes, right? I've had yes. that. That is good. Yeah, yes, it is. It's good. Um, I think anything with pimento cheese on it is good, though, isn't it? I mean, really, oh, yeah. it's on a cracker, on 
vegetables. We always we always have pimento cheese. cheese. We have pimento cheese like in those. We have the craft pimento cheese like in that little glass jar with the blue, like cap. But yeah. We, we always have it around the holidays. Like we only get it like around Christmas time. I don't know. Like is it a Christmas thing? Because we always get that with like Ritz crackers. Oh, I mean, not here in the south. In the south, no, it's an everyday. It's like, yeah, because they have palmetto cheese, which is you know, maybe no, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I'm talking about the like, it's like orange and it's got like little red yeah. flecks in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that pimento or yeah, it's pimento. No, it, it is pimento okay, cheese. That's good yeah, stuff. totally. But there's sort of like an incarnation, like in the south, that sort of has all these different cheeses in it. That's really good too. So oh, now I'm hungry. Okay, so your question here from Swansea searcher says, "We stay in the bubble." every trip is there a reason to go see the ttc so the ttc is in the bubble i mean it's right there by yeah. the magic kingdom but you know now that this is a good question because really the ttc isn't much but they should do more with the ttc don't you think i mean back in the day is there still that gift shop there there used to be a there's gift a shop. gift shop there yeah is it still and operational post-covid yeah is it still i think so um and there's a joffrey's there so if you want coffee, yes there is a, a great joffrey's there, there. Mm-hmm. Would you go out of your way though to, to like go see the TTC? I mean, no, no, so. <laughs> not really. I, it, you know I, what though? It is a good place to watch the fireworks from it if is. you want. If you're looking for someplace outside of the park, that's true. It is a good, yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah, but back in the day, I mean, it was supposed to be such a big deal. Like when Walt Disney World was, you know, uh, conceptualized, it was going to be this massive part of the whole property. It was going to be the transportation and ticket, ticket center. center. It now, was. It's just like, now it's just like a boat or monorail. You know, yeah. Yeah. Right. That's all yes. really need. Maybe a few buses. Yeah. And you know what? Here's the other thing. This is uh, totally off topic, but hey, let's go with it. Yeah, okay. Remember when you could walk, you could get off one monorail and walk if you were going over to Epcot? You, what, you mean Wait, you could a, walk to Epcot? No. You, you mean just walk, walk across? Over to the monorail. Oh, over to the other monorail. Yeah. On my, on I, my last trip, they let us do that. We just got to go. Yeah, we really? got off. We just got to go. Right. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Like, we, we didn't have to go. We didn't have to go down and around and come back up. No, they let it. Uh, it's the little things, right? It, it <laughs> that is. Made, that made my day. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. We just have to cut across. Especially yeah. when it's 150 degrees. Oh, that wow. walk Amen. down and then back up seems to take like a day and a half. Amen. I was so excited. You need, you need a drink on the way back up. <laughs> Can uh, I get a water or something? Right? Yeah. There should be a water stand. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah. And Logan's like, it is a historical site, though. I mean, you should see it. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, it's, you know, it is kind of historic. All right. Last question today is from Adrienne. She says, hey, Mike and podcast crew. I've been listening to your show ever since episode one. Whoa. The Phantom Podcast. No, just kidding. I just added that in. That's kind of fun. Uh, I saw you in the parks on two different trips. Once, oh my gosh, it makes me nervous anytime anybody says that because it could have been ugly. Once at the studios and once at the Magic Kingdom, but both times I was too nervous to say hi. What? Come say hi. Third time it's going to happen. Make sure you say that. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. I've been through a lot of changes in the past almost 15 years, but one thing that has always been a constant is the little bit of Disney magic you have brought every week. Thanks so much for all you do for this community. Well, thank you. That is all. How cool is that? She's been with us for 15 years almost. That's amazing. That's a lot of time we've spent together. We've been in Adrian's head a lot of hours. (laughs) I don't even think about it. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Now on to my questions. We're going to Walt Disney World in late August of 2023, our first trip since 2016, and we're going more luxury this time since we've taken such a long break. 
We're staying in a standard view room at the Polynesian for seven nights, our first time there. We are assuming a discount will get released, and if so, should we use the money we save to spend elsewhere or upgrade to a club-level room? We're leaning towards the upgrade, but wondering if the lounge and other amenities are really worth it. What would you do? Second piece, is renting a cabana at the pool worth it? We're traveling with friends and thought it might be fun for our down day, but again, not sure if the rental fee is really worth the price or if we would even have just as nice of a time without it. Thoughts? Last piece. Do you think the deluxe amenities like the access to the parks after hours and the ability to not have to go through the Magic Kingdom security will be will still be there next year or are these things that will go by the wayside as we come out of the pandemic? I appreciate all the help, Adrian, and she uh, sent it from her iPhone. Doesn't say where she's from, but she sent it from her iPhone. There you go. So, Adrian, thanks for uh, writing in this great email. So let's hit her questions. The Say you hit a discount. This is the philosophical thing, right? <laughs> Do you take that money and take it for better dining? Do you upgrade your room to club level? Pam, what would you do in this instance? Let's say she hits a discount for next August. This is a hard choice for me, but the club level is pretty awesome. I'm just going to say this. It makes it a trip to remember. You will always remember that. And let me just tell you, it's it's just a cool thing. You can go in there for every, you know, every one of the club levels has a continental type breakfast in the morning. Um, they may have specific offerings that are only available to them. Then there's like what they call sort of an afternoon tea and snacks kind of thing. Then in the evening, they'll have appetizers, both hot and cold, likely um, drinks are available during that time. And then in the eve uh, after that, then they'll also have desserts and cordials. So there's a lot of opportunities there to get some food that's included with your stay. And I think that's the part that's kind of really cool about that is that you have this whole other area sort of of your room almost, right? It's like an extension of your room and you can just hang out at the lounge at different times. There's great seating. They usually have television on in certain areas for the kids. Um, but we have used that as an annex sort of to our room. So we all aren't all like sort of hanging out in the room, looking at each other, right? During that time. And of course the snacks, yes, a bonus. And the fact if you, um, you know, want to have a drink, those will be available in the evening as well. So I love the club level for so many reasons. At the Polynesian in particular, the club's a great experience because you get to look over and see the fireworks there at the Magic Kingdom. It has great views of the Magic Kingdom fireworks. So um, it's a great location. Um, and I think I would lean toward that. It just really makes the trip special. Here's my solution if you're kind of hemming and hawing. Okay, so if you get the discount for the seven nights, here's what you do. Because if you're not sure, stay in the room you have for five nights. In the last two nights, go club level. So you have something to look forward to the last two nights and sure. do all of your do most of your theme parking mm -hmm. in the first five days. And then slow down the last two days. That's also when you get the cabana. Yes, mm -hmm. you do get the cabana, especially if you have friends and you could actually <laughs> split the cost, you know, break it up between two families. Then it becomes way affordable. It's an awesome pool day. I mean, you're VIP all the way. Yes, you do that and you do it for just a couple of the nights and you feel deluxe at the very end and you get to, that's when you really focus on taking advantage of the lounge, being in the room and being at the resort and all that. That's what I would do. If you hit the discount, 
take the discount and, and apply it, but use it for just part of the stay, the end of the, and I would do it at the end. So Ricky, what do you say to that ploy? I like it, actually. I think that's a really good way to kind of get the best of both worlds. So if you wanted to do some nicer dining as well at the beginning of the stay, you could still do that. But then you'd also have the opportunity to enjoy, you know, club level and then get the guy again. I would get the cabana as well. So you kind of really plus up your vacation in multiple different ways. So I think that that's a really good plan. So we're horrible because we like are. we're always like do all the things. Yeah. Why just pick one? Why pick one? Yeah. Why, <laughs> why choose one? We're gonna give you a way to do every single one that you were talking about. Exactly. <laughs> but see, I try to you know I try to be reasonable though. Like I'm not saying you got to get club level for seven nights. You know, like just get it for two nights. You know, and pocket some of the savings and take some of the savings to go do a couple of signature meals. Still get the club level room and see the savings and kind of balance and get the cabana and all kind of balance washes out even. You know, I, that's what I would do. You know, I'm still saying you're not pocketing any money, but you're getting a better experience in the end for what yeah. you were paying initially. Yeah. So, and you'll, like you said, I mean, 2016, like you've been waiting almost eight years for that trip. Yeah. And you, you're already at the poly. I mean, you're doing it the best you can. It's awesome. So sure. that's what I would do. So give us some feedback. What do you think? Send your questions, your comments, your thoughts for the cause to Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And we'll get those rolling for next Wednesday's listener question show. As always, today's podcast has been brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. They're over at themagicforless.com. Great place to start planning your next Disney getaway. Whether it's to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney, all the information you need to get started is right on the website. And while you're there, fill out that free no-obligation quote form, and an agent will get back to you right away. So check them out today over at the Magic for Less. Dot com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click that really helps us out. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all this podcasting possible. We get to put out four shows a week all around the world and could not do it without you. And our patrons get that fifth show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Give Ricky a follow this week. She's a Wolves fan. We've converted her. She's at Ricky Nibs. She's heading to the stadium this Friday, I'm sure. At Ricky Nibs. Twitter and Instagram. Pam's at TMFLT Pam. Follow her. I'm at BR Guest Mike, and I'll be at Fort Zumwalt North this week with our Vikings. So follow me on Instagram and Twitter. And join. Scotty is back from his epic trip. This Sunday night, we'll be taking your calls. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. You, me, and Scotty G. It's the BOGP Open Line on YouTube and facebook all right we're going to be back again on friday talking a little how about dining in the fall what restaurants would you go to both counter service and table service at walt disney world not talking food and wine festival but just the traditional restaurants what restaurants remind us of fall type dining at walt disney world we're going to talk about that on friday so get your get ready get your hoodies even though it's probably hot where you are get your jeans I don't know, those Ugg boots. What does everybody think about in the, in the fall? I don't know. I, I, I just wear the same thing, but that's I think that's what I see on like social media. So anyway, <laughs> get ready. We're going to talk fall dining at Walt Disney World on Friday. So we'll be there. You be there. We're going to have a good time to kick off the weekend. So until then, for Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike wishing you a great Wednesday. Get back to work and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.